Is this the one? Yep. This doesn't sound like anything. We've just spent the last two. Oh, hang on. First of all, let's fade out. Hello there. You've joined Mrs. Woog and I'm here with Mrs. Berry and you've joined the Hot Flush, the world's premier podcast for the tired, perimenopausal, beard growing, food swinging ladies. Die bearing. Hi, Pink Eye. Shut up. <laughs> okay, just before we get into it, I must confess I have a beauty situation that's not going well for me at the moment. I've got pink eye. I've she gushed a bum and rubbed her eye. I didn't do that. I got pink eye because on Friday, I had just a clusterfuck of a day on Friday. I can't even start to go into it. But I turned up to a photo shoot. Yes. Although there's something wrong with that straight away. Yeah. With millennials. How do you just drop that? You can't just drop into the conversation that you're I'm at a photo shoot and, not, and then not actually tell us so what it's So I will tell you. Um, and so then I had my makeup done and some fester had shoved the eyeliner up their bum and then used it on me. So now I have pink eye. It actually, you can't actually really tell unless you basically stuff your eyeball in my I face. I feel like I've got like, I can see half of everything. Oh God. It's not nice. And do you know what the kill for pink eye is? Ride it out, Kim. Oh, is it? Ride it out. Now, your hot compress, I've got a little cream that has to go on it, but yeah. it's not going away. Have you got one of those little old-fashioned sty, plastic little sty things, and you fill it with salty water, and you put it on your eye, and then you put your eye back, and it just rinses it with the salt water? No. Get it from the chemist. They work a treat. Okay, that's why so I have sometimes, them. You, sometimes those old-world solutions are the best. Like, if you have a sore throat, gargle salt water, and you will be, you will be better in no time. We're not going to get any pharmaceutical work from you sprouting off your old wives' tales <laughs> remedies. I know. Yeah, um, sorry about that. But I was at a photo shoot because I was asked to be involved in a campaign um, banning the tax on tampons. Oh, good. And I think before they'd even finished asking me, I said yes. Yeah. Because I'm, that is one of my passion yes. points for 2018. Oh, I see. I know. <laughs> You really are tapping your inner millennial, aren't you? I oh, will get to millennials soon. But I've, read, I've read so many bloody self-help books. So I was wandering around as lonely as a cloud. I didn't have any goals. Um, so last year's was the same-sex marriage equality. Yep. And this year's taking the tax off tampons. Thoughts? Uh, yep. I don't have met anyone who thinks it's a good idea. No one thinks it's a good idea. Do you remember? Malcolm Turnbull thinks it's a good idea. Oh. Do you think? Oh yes. Oh, we forgot to tell you we have yes. a special guest here. This is our first ever live, live with a live studio audience of a episode. dog and a lady. <laughs> Isabel's here along with my mum, Chris, and she's going to be joining us in the second, third of this podcast because she's going to share with it all her merit. Menopausal wonderness. <laughs> anyway, so I went to this photo shoot, got the pink eye, put a t-shirt on that was like I was a sausage. I was like a sausage. It was so tight. Oh. Then I was told to stand in front of this thing, hold this sign. I had, you know that gut. Oh, I know that gut well. You know that gut. I have under a couple your, of those. Under your boobs gut. That yep. was, I was sucking that in. I was trying to smile. And all these millennials were going, you're amazing, you're amazing. And then it was their turn because they were Instagram models, right? So you can imagine how my like oh, my gosh. I was feeling. I was feeling a bit vulnerable. Um. So yeah, and oh. then I had that's that's, but that that's after I'd just been to an event which I turned up a week early for. A week early. Mm. Well, sooner that than a week late. Mm. Well, standing there banging on the door of this PR company, 
thinking this isn't right because this is a big event and I looked at the invitation and it's this Friday. Well, there's something to look forward I know. to. You might want to come with me. <laughs> I'm working. We'll get to that whole concept a little bit, uh, little bit later. So we, you know how on the sign on Seinfeld, Jerry calls Newman Newman Newman. I feel that that is you and I when it comes to millennials. <laughs> millennials. Now, Mum asked me today what the age group was millennials were, and I think I just made it up. Can you just check, fact check that for us? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, and <laughs> Horatio's home. Oh, Horatio. Shall we just kind of pause for a second? Oh, yeah, I guess. Okay, um, so, always, um, so always true to our um, highly researched <laughs> um, and uh, highly thought through opinions, uh, millennials are anyone born between 81 and 96. And then Generation Z is anyone born from 1997. Okay, on. so I want to talk about millennials, which is Gen Y, which I'm afraid to say, Mum, I think Jessica might be a part of that group. But I'm talking about the younger millennials. Yes. Today, well, there was millennials at the photo shoot, and I didn't appreciate the way they were carrying on. And today I was in <laughs> Millennial Homeland, which is the Apple store. Oh, yes. And all I wanted to do was buy... A mouse. No. Oh. What's this? A cord. Oh, yeah, the cord. A charger cord. Yeah. And this bloke wanted to show me how he was using these square... This, how he was into jazz, as if, like, that was a real trailblazing thing to admit <laughs> to. So he's 22, he's into jazz. And he's showing me and mum how he can oh, make I'll you if you get into jazz, just letting you know. <laughs> it's coming from the person with the worst choice in music... Oh, shut up. Um, so he's showing us how he can make jazz music on it. Um, I'm like literally rolling my eyes. Like I couldn't have, all I wanted to do is reach out and grab him and just say, just fucking take my money. I'm not interested. I don't even know what that is. Do I have no like, idea what any of this works. Do you think like all the workers in the Apple store have some AI software embedded? And so when they look at customers walking they go, in, they, they have like that minority report thing come up in front of them that goes, age bracket, 40 to 50, likes, Miles Davis, Davis eats, you know, has salmon twice a week. Or it goes, Person over 65, going to be a lot of time explaining something. Find the most dumbest person here to serve them. <laughs> Make me snort. So I think they do. <laughs> answer to your question. Mm. How do you feel about millennials? Because I believe you have some in the office. Yes. So in my new digs, which I do a few days a week, I uh, yeah do work with millennials. And interestingly, the millennials are talking about setting up like a swear jar that every time the rest of us say, I'm too old for that, or I'm too old for this shit, or I, you know, I'm too old, uh, we, we're meant to put a dollar in the jar. Well, so they can donate it to Greenpeace or something oh, like that. Oh, God, yes. It'll be like, I don't know, it'll free I'll them. Put it towards banning free them. straws. Oh, oh, don't get me started. Like a criminal now when I use a plastic straw. It just okay. This is what I totally appreciate that it is a it is a very worthwhile cause to get behind. But the thing that absolutely gets just under my craw in these situations is it's just all or nothing. Like people are more vitriolic about you using a plastic straw than 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 people being held in detention or or like it's or, more. 
Or the way prisoners are, you know, sort of re-educated. It's or... more socially acceptable to shoot heroin into your arm than use <laughs> a paper or a plastic straw. It's, I just, it, there's just no, it's like, it, oh, there's just, there's no normal scale. We're going to get hate from this, you know that. We're yeah. going to lose readers. We're going to be on Media Watch. Good. <laughs> let's put let's put it out there. Let's just go. Okay, we're going to create a Maslow's hierarchy of needs based on sanity and just not okay, being at the idiot. top of the pyramid. We're talking straws, right? I'm just <laughs> no making... straws need to be at the very bottom okay. because they're just you know at the top. Let's just have um, maybe not kill anyone. Like <laughs> that's a good one. And then no kill, no kill. Next one. Uh, don't be scared of someone just because they're different. <laughs> How about What's that? What's that uh, phobia? It's um, xenophobia. Is that xenophobia? No, isn't xenophobia just worried someone's coming in to take your job? No. <laughs> isn't that that? I thought that's what xenophobia, xenophobia. was. Xenophobia. I'll just get um, <laughs> retract <laughs> onto that. Keep filling in our and our things. Okay. Please. So, or maybe you know, maybe that's just called just don't be racist. <sighs> Actually, maybe the next level is just. Don't be a racist. Dislike a or prejudice sexist. against people from other countries. So you're okay, just so it is, racist. Oh, God, so I really should have just gone, please explain. Please explain. Uh, okay, so that sounds good. And then how about we then do something along the lines of... You know you're of, producing Wendy's show a couple of days a week now. Am I? Yeah. Aren't you? No. Well, what are you producing? I'm not producing anything. At the ABC? Well, I'm, I'm a casual producer, but I haven't actually, actually haven't had a well, shift yet. I would yet. go in and pitch this. Okay. <laughs> Don't you think? All right, yes. And then I'm going to say, uh, let's not poison the land. How's that? Does that sound okay? Yeah, because then we're talking about straws and it's going to eat itself. And then we're going to say, oh, no, maybe in there we need to just have education. Health. And then plastic straws. <laughs> So all of you out there belly aching about freaking straws and freaking coffee cups, like just get your priorities in order. <laughs> she said that. That was Mrs. Berry. Mrs. Berry said that. Not Mrs. Moon. Look, am I right or am I right? I'm not. I, well, because we are a team, I'm going to have to publicly agree with you. Thank you very much. How this? does this all come this back to me? This is just going to be like a Maslow's hate. hierarchy of, of, of not being an idiot. Yeah, I think that there's a whole heap of work we can do around that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I'll get on to that. Okay, well, I got a, a job with a pharmaceutical company, which I'm now like, so hashtag so grateful. Um, <laughs> hashtag blessed. Hashtag so blessed. Hashtag pay <laughs> Hashtag living my best life. <laughs> hashtag thank fuck. <laughs> hashtag, oh, my electricity's still on. <laughs> Anyway, I'm having an argument with their legal department. Um, oh, this is probably going to get me fired. But I've, oh, I've, they're paid. Um, <laughs> I'm having an argument with them about something called menopausal fog. Now, I did a lot of research and I referenced all, cross-referenced everything because yep. I'm working for Big Pharma yep. and they're like, yes, they're pretty hard to work for. And they've come back to me and said, it is just, it's not fact. Oh, fuck it's... off. 
This is when you that walk into... That is my into... official legal response to that. <laughs> this is when you walk into a room and you stand there and you go, what did I come in here for? Yeah. Or when, you, when you're sort of standing at the fridge with a tea bag, you know, in your hand <laughs> looking for the apple juice. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, it's, I know what you mean. Yeah, so they're arguing back with me. Um, and I, it's a great piece. You know, because I'm an excellent writer. You are. Um, you wrote a book. I did write a book. Thank mm. you. We need to mention that more often. Um, yeah, so they've come back and said it's only a theory. And I'm like, well, you're obviously like a millennial fucking man, aren't you? <laughs> really? Do you know what? That's like that whole argument they have about that when a ba- like when a little kid is teething, you know how they... Um, how they just get really bad diarrhea and they get a fever, you know, they tend to get a temperature and a fever. And all these, you know, holier than thou pediatricians who have probably never touched a child without wearing rubber gloves sort of says, no, that's, there's no medical proof of that. And I'm like, well, I'm sorry, but the 10 billion women in the world who have had a child that has gone through teething. Yeah. I'll give you a differ. So yes. I'm sorry, menopausal brain fog is so a thing. I will make sure everybody you know when the when they have because I will win this war. They might have their millions and millions of dollars in legal power, but I've got all the fucking time in the world. <laughs> so they might win that war. I just want to talk to you quickly about one something that happened to me again today. Okay. Mum and I who has the chase, just gone to the doctor because she's getting a new shoulder. No yeah. new neck. She's a got new the neck. new yes. shoulder. Yes. And she's gonna be hundred percent bionic soon. And we were going up the escalator and going down the escalator was a girl from I went to school with. Yes. She was the prettiest girl at school. The oh. prettiest. No, 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 no. It's not. I think you're going to be gleeful, but it's not what you think. Okay. She was the absolute stunningly beautiful, lovely, smart, nice, pretty girl coming down. She looked up and she's like, Mav, and I was like, Lisa, and gave her a hug. And I was like, dude, why don't you age? She looks exactly the same age. Right, and I think, and, and she goes, oh, no, it's just everyone's eyesight's going, you know, and she had a good comeback, and I thought, all oh, right, bitch, smart too. And then I thought, no, I'm going to Facebook stalk her because she's probably just a trophy wife, which, you know, was my ambition in life. No, but remember, like, remember the reason we're failed trophy wives is that shit takes time and energy, of which well, she you and I don't like have. She had a tiny little bum in jeans and beautiful nose, no makeup, a beautiful skin and white teeth, beautiful handbag, and I thought, I bet she's a trophy wife. I bet she has to do anal. <laughs> anyway, so I Facebook stalked her. She's a fucking vet. Well, I suppose she's indoors a lot. She's a vet. She's a vet. She's pretty. And she works at Mossman Vet Practice. Oh, God. So all she does is, you know, stick a thermometer up a cavoodle's ass <laughs> and give it some anti-anxiety medication for living with neurotic trophy wives. <laughs> Seriously? God, that would be the cushiest vet job in the world. There would not be a cushier job. It would be, wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh, or, t- or taking balls off designer kittens. Here's, here's a, you know, oh, here's a cavoodle. Here's a, you know. <laughs> anyway, well, there was a tale. I thought that was quite nice because I was trying to find something. I was just, this is the sort of headspace I'm in yeah, at the moment. Yeah. Bit, a bit critical, a bit negative. See, I saw someone on the telly yesterday. Can't even remember what it was for. I think it was that I actually accidentally was on a commercial channel and... One of the newsreaders came on who, you know, used to watch in probably the 80s. And I was like, oof, he has not aged well. 
And yet there he was, still on the telly. Oh, yes. God, heaven forbid a woman. Yeah. Except for Anne Summers can never, ever. Oh, I've got Lily Chin on my list. <gasps> How good was it that she sort of came on last night looking vaguely like Darth Vader? I didn't... Oh, I haven't seen. Yes. She had this awesome <laughs> black construct on that was basically Darth Vader without the helmet. Have you ever met her? awesome. No. no I, I haven't. So, I reckon... Do you reckon she come on the show? No. <laughs> Do I reckon she would eat us alive? Yes. <laughs> I love that the reason why she quit SBS is because she was eating into her beer drinking time. Oh, I know. Have you seen that book of hers? I've read it. I've got oh, it here. Yes. It's, it's so funny. Yes. She's a legend. She is a legend. She will be missed. But I bet you she pops up somewhere. I said that she should start running Channel 9. Oh. Could you imagine? That oh, place is such a shithole. You know, I was there the other day and it was like walking through the hallowed halls of doom. Yeah. I just want to put a... Oh, gosh. Have you got to go to the podiatrist? Like... Hang on. Are you going to the podiatrist? Yeah. Okay. Bye. 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 Can we... Let's talk about podiatry for a moment. <laughs> okay. Because I have... All of my children have bad feet because apparently I'm good at breeding dodgy feet. Podiatrists... That is... They just... Like Mossman vets. Like Mossman vets. <laughs> That'll be 800 bucks, please. They look like, shape. What the fuck? You just looked at his feet. You, like, did some measurements. You got some factory somewhere to make up a little plastic insert foot in his shoe, and I'm paying you 800 bucks? Yeah. Come back as a podiatrist. Yeah. Although you have to look at people. Oh, feet. Feet. Yeah, that would be bad, because people don't go in there with pretty feet. My friend, uh, Marina, uh, has to, she has her elderly Croatian father, who's now living with them. And so, you know, he's got lots of sort of, you know, he's old and so he has medical sort of issues and she has to cut his toenails. Oh, we're, we're losing people by the minute. <laughs> she, wears, she wears dishwashing gloves. <laughs> and like, you know, the toenail cutting, clipping equivalents of like, you know, a pair of pliers and just basically yells at him in Croatian the whole time. <laughs> and I'm just like... I'm not, I've done that. When mum had her hip replacements, I cut her toenails and she has delicate, like little baby, little baby feet. But even that just made me want to heave. No, no. I think we should move on from that. Yeah, um, yeah. Okay. Uh, um, <laughs> so let's get back to channel 10, which we haven't talked about at all. Yeah. But it does relate to the Lily Chin um, in a way that it's got something called Pilot Week coming out. Pilot oh. Week is when they get really like avant-garde and they put on they're putting on 10 oh, new so, shows so they're basically doing what they do in the states yes right uh, they've put together 10 shows mm. they're going to show in one week and see which ones will get developed well that's shows. one way that's one way to boost your readers your, your listenership viewers. your viewers for a week all hosted by men not one show hosted by a woman Kyle Sanderlands is hosting a show, for God's sake. Not one by woman. Nods. Oh, shakes head. What the fuck is wrong with this? Right, so in the Maslow's hierarchy, that is just right up there. I'm actually going to put that... I'm actually putting equality before xenophobia. Yep. I'm just going to read out... Ooh, she's really cranky. It just goads me, you know? It just... Ugh. It's like that thing that we saw the ad the other the, not the ad the surfing comp the other week where Billabong's still sponsoring something where the boy gets paid amount and the girl gets half. 
Oh, I'm getting ranty. Sorry. <clears throat> Taking a breath. Hey, um, can I tell you about how I um, went away for the weekend? Yes, you can. So every year the family does a weekend away. And that family would be uh, with the Wasman's family. Mm -hmm. So when the family realignment happened, the Wasman's family said to me, you will always be a part of our family. Yep. And I mean, at that point I had been for 23 years. Um, we love you. You're the mother to our grandchildren. And you will always be a part of this family. And so the first family, because we've been doing this since 2010. Yeah. So the first family weekend away that rolled around, yep. you know, it was, we're going to, you know, the, the, the Wollumbi weekend. And I was like, well, don't you want, you know, the husband to take them? And, and my mother-in-law was like, no, you have them all the time. You do all the work. You're all the one that deserves to come away and have a nice time. That's nice. And so apart from um, the year that my mother-in-law was um, battling breast cancer mm -hmm. and another year when they were overseas, we've gone every year. And I would have to say that this year when I've had a really rough year and been really stressed and really anxious, um, I, it was the most relaxed I have been at, up there in, in as long as I can remember. It was the best weekend. Fabulous. Just We just went on big bushwalks and big walks up along the dirt road and we saw two wombats out in the wild and... You know, and the kids all, you know, there was big wood cutting and Jasper got to do all the wood splitting and light the fires. You yeah, know that stuff, nice. the kids just go. They were so into that shit. Oh, Jasper's like, you know what's the best thing about the farm? And I'm like, what? And he goes, space. <laughs> There's so much space. And he goes, imagine if we like lived out here and then, you know, I'd go to school, but then I'd come home and I'd have all this space. And I was like, yeah. You was it dry out there? It was so dry. So dry. Yeah. There's a part of it, there's a part of the land that's always quite marshy. It's like a channel down to a creek. And for the first time since we've been going there, so 20, we started going up there in, in 1995. And the first time ever, that was completely. Yeah, it's a bit of a problem. Glass. It's a very big problem. And I don't think no. us city folks are doing enough. I think um, I think it's one of those stories where there's been little bits about it for the last couple of years. Oh, it's a drought, drought. But because cities have not really ha we've we've we still don't had think. we've still had periods where we get a lot of rain. Yeah. So we don't we don't, we don't think. think oh, we go to the supermarket and get our milk. We don't think that there's someone out there shooting the cow no. shooting the cows because they're malnourished and mm. aren't producing milk anymore. Yeah. I am um, oh, on the seven thirty report tomorrow night for those uh, listeners who are in Australia. Are you going to get this out tonight? Yes. Okay, so that would um, mean Tuesday night. Yeah, Tuesday night um, is a. Uh, I, I think they're doing a whole evening or a whole episode on um, on the drought. So there was bits of it this morning on ABC News Breakfast, and they interviewed this beautiful old woman, like you know, as old as the sun. And she was talking about living through a drought and mm. she would have lived through, you know, a lot of them. And she said, I'm going to lose my, she said, I'm going to lose my orange tree. And that, that was the thing that broke her. And she's just crying. And then she sort of finally, um, and then she finally sort of turned it around and she was just sort of like, you know, it's more than a hundred years old and it's one of the good oranges. It's the Port Washington. <laughs> 
it was just like, you know, and you knew that people had... And I just sort of thought, they are a breed unto themselves. They are so tough. They, they are, are so, so tough. tough. So uh, someone I know did actually put something up. I'll have to remember where I saw it. But there's there's some sort of... Um, banner ad talking about what you can do to help. Yes. So there's, there's lots of information out yeah. there. Um, there's a buy, buy a bail program. Yes. Um, there's uh, Bush Angels. There's, if you just, it doesn't take long to find no. places that you and can And I donate. think for those of us that are not in proximity to r- rural areas, I have a I know that... connection with rural areas. I was born in Tamworth and Ooh. I grew up, you know, riding horses going through. I forget that you grew up in Tamworth. No, um, before I became a Westie. Yeah. Western suburbs of Sydney, thank you. Fancy girl sitting next to me from Lindfield. <laughs> Look who's in Lindfield now. Is nothing sacred. <laughs> um, we're going to take a short break and Why we'll not? be back to you after this with our special guest. All right. Okay, and we're back. So I, I can't uh, We were going to come back and talk to my mum about menopause, but she's gone to take Horatio to the podiatrist. And uh, we think that she might have gone to a shoe shop. <laughs> she likes Your to mum shop. can shop. She's a good shopper. Yeah. She is a good shopper. Hey, um, I can't remember. Did we, were we finishing on the story about Wollombi or did we talk, move on to talking about something else? Oh, we're just going to touch on Wollombi. Because I want to come back to Wollombi if we did actually move on to something else. Okay. Um, so. Our producer's away. So. We have, uh, my mother-in-law works out a whole roster of who's cooking what and bringing what and, and she was going to look after toasted sandwiches one day for lunch and I was, and I sort of thought, well, I'll take my new, which I bought because you, of you, Breville Toasty, you know, Toasted Sandwich Maker. It's the best. And, well. That was my Mother's Day present to myself. <laughs> Fucking sad state of affairs. <laughs> And uh, can we take that hat off now? Okay. It's very distracting. I'm wearing my sleigh queen hat, which I like to wear to tennis with the ladies. Oh, God. Um, and uh, yes, and so I took it. Well, another whole group of, another whole round of converts. Yes, I should I'll be probably getting commission. I'll probably sell two off the weekend. I will, should be getting commission from Breville. You really should. Oh, actually, let's go to Breville to sponsor this podcast. Yeah. Do they want do they want to come to my house and do a photo shoot with all the Breville appliances I own? Because I actually only buy Breville. Same. Why is that? I think it, we just grew up with it being a really reliable brand, brand. and when you still buy it, it's still really Hang reliable. Hang on, well, they're not say anything else. They're not paying us yet. No. But I have a contact. Maybe they could back pay us. Yes. <laughs> but that's how it works, isn't it? That's right. <laughs> okay, we're going to talk about what you are. Are these yours? About. No, they're mum's. Oh, it's a fancy case. She has great glasses. Um, Okay, let's have a look at what you guys want to talk about. Um, I'm I'm going to call this this episode Maslow's Hierarchy of Not not Being an Idiot. Um, So we're just going to have a quick talk about what you want us to talk about before we move on to our special guest. Jane Frost wants to talk about debt. Uh, Yeah. I don't want to talk about debt. Can I ask a question? I'm going to put this out to the readers. Yep. Listeners. Oh, yeah, those two. <laughs> <laughs> I transcribed this and put it out there for the hearing impaired. <laughs> not really. Um, yeah, that's probably really deeply offensive, so I apologise now. Uh, but not to those about who live in Moscow with their pedigree dogs. Um, oh, it's falling out of my head now. Oh, here, I've got a, I've got a question. Yes. 
I am getting quite a nice tax return. I could use or about half of it to buy a lounge that would mean we could all sit on it. Why would you be promoting togetherness like that? <laughs> really upsets me that we do not actually have enough seats in our lounge room for everyone to sit on a lounge. Mm-hmm. Um, and then put the rest off my credit card. Or I could use the entire amount and pay off my credit card. Pay off your credit card. Oh, I knew I'm you were going so to say that. Sorry. I know. I'm so sorry. Pay off your credit card. It is debt that is costing you money. Get rid of it. And then cut up that fucking card. Says I. (laughs) (laughs) Who's just given her quite the workout today. Um, Yeah, Yeah. sorry. Well, it only gets used in, you know, when you've been unemployed. Can I talk to you about something that happened to me today that was unpleasant? Yeah. So I took mum to the doctors the hour away, you know, to nice. see the surgeon. So I said, yep. I'm just going to go run some errands. And by that, I mean, I was literally tripping over my moustache. I thought I'd just duck in and get my nose done. Yeah. And my brows needed, you know, I just yeah. needed a bit of manscaping, get the beard done, yeah. all of that. Yeah. The girl was so sweet. And I lay down. This was when I would be gagging. And she got the paddle pop stick into the glue or the, yeah. the wax. Yes. And she leant over my face and blew on the, the wax to get it cooler. And her breath was... Goosebumps. She's fully gone goosebumps. And in fact, I'm actually feeling a little nauseous just watching you... I couldn't, I couldn't get well. away from it. I couldn't... Um, I, there was nothing I could do because she'd only just done half of my no and she'd put all the wax everywhere. Every time she went to put the wax on, she'd blow on it. And she obviously had bad halitosis and it was straight into my face. Oh, you need to write an anonymous letter to that place. Oh. Why anonymous? <gasps> Who's that? Oh, who could that be? <laughs> oh, you've got, we've had it. Oh, and we've had an outfit change. I'm freezing. Okay, would you like to, really um, like that? to introduce our guest for us? Oh, yes. So joining us today in the Hot Flush Studios, because it is a studio, is Mrs. Woog's mum. What are we going to call you? Do we just oh. call you Chris? Yeah, Chris would be great. Yeah, probably. Because, that, because that's my name. I know. Well, I know, but maybe we should have, you know, maybe you wanted to be called something else, like we're not allowed to refer to Mr. Woog by any other name than Mr. Woog. Okay. No, I'm quite happy with Chris. Okay. Yeah. Uh, now tell us. Uh, no, Chris O A N. Oh yes, O A N. Now tell us about your O A N. Oh, isn't that lovely? Mm. Yeah, that was a bit of a surprise. Um, when was it? Was it this earlier this year? It was. It yeah. was on Australia Day, and it was for it was the citation was for the work that I've done for the Hawkesbury community and for local government. I just finished 25 years uh, in local government. Oh, yeah. And you're government. talking about you're talking about the hot flushes. Yeah. Goodness gracious me! I can remember them so very well. Really? Yes. So yes. when did the, when did your hot, hot flushes begin? Look, around about the age of fifty, I okay. started noticing that I was actually it wasn't me that noticed it. It was my then husband who oh. who kind of kind of thought I was a bit strange <laughs> and uh, and not very great company and quite whingy. And he suggested oh, wow. that I go. Would I, instead of killing people, perhaps yeah. it might be great <laughs> if I took a holiday and went to Italy and did a cooking course. So 
Wow. I yeah, I thought that was great. So I took him up on that. I tried the same when I turned 60, but he wouldn't fall for it. Oh. But um, So I imagine did. If, imagine if Mr. Wu said to you, just, I think he'd send me anywhere. <laughs> and I think that's a great thing to do because it really does kind of get you out of... It resets you. Yeah, it does. Mm. And, you know, you're over there and you're away from things. I, I, I was so concerned about menopause and what it was doing for women. I actually um, used the contacts I had and ran some forums in the Hawkesbury area yeah. on menopause. And one of the drug companies came to the party and sponsored them. And it was menopause and... Uh, in, um, uh, what is it, Brenda? Fog. Fog. See the fog? Yes, <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I've got a few more years on menopause. Um, but uh, the problems with your bladder, being able to, you know, control oh, yeah. your bladder. Yeah. Um, so it was fabulous. The the drug companies organised these speakers who came and spoke about it. It was a real issue. Absolutely packed out. We packed out the halls. Yeah. We ran two or three of them. I can't remember because that's the fog. Yeah. But <laughs> they um, they were so good. And people in those days, this is going back 20 years, yeah. people... You know, didn't they, talk about they it. didn't talk about menopause. They didn't talk about hair on your chin. You know, yeah. that was kind of just abnormal. Yeah. Um, and you didn't talk about, you know, so many things that now listening to you two today discuss, uh, it's very much a different mm. a, a different wavelength, isn't mm. it? And my mum says a similar thing that, you know, when she was going when she was going through it, it was just horrendous that no one talked about it. Even But even didn't... even our your mother and my mother's mothers yeah. When they were going through it, I mean, I I grew up the other side of Forbes, a place called Warinia, and uh, the the two neighbours were sent off to Orange to a psychiatric unit <gasps> because that's how they dealt with it in in the wow. in the late fifties, sixties. They would send the women away to psychiatric units for six months. That doesn't sound too bad, actually. <laughs> well, it depends what they're doing to you there. <laughs> well, you know, if it was it was Chelmsford, then you would be screwed, really. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Yes, I made light of that and I shouldn't have. Yes. Yeah. Just, yeah. you know, come on, Kate. Sorry, whose interview is this? <laughs> anyway, it was, uh, you know, things have changed and evolved and now that you guys, good girls, are talking about it, I think it's a fabulous thing and I think that if more people can talk about it, mm. then it's not the unusual, it's not the scary thing. That's people right. Think, oh, my God, I'm not the only one in well, the world right. that's it going from, through. It goes from being... I think I'm going insane to, oh, okay, I'm actually okay and I'm not, yeah. I'm not alone. And one day you wake up and you think, yeah, I'm not as cranky today and I don't, I'm not getting these hot flushes. I'm not staying awake half the night. I, I don't want to kill as many people today. Oh. So, and you realise that that part of your life's passed and then you get all these aches and, and pains in your bones and you go and get new shoulders and knees. I mean, when does life get good? Yeah. When does it get easier? No, I, I don't no. Know. Every day you spend above the ground is a good day. Remember. I was telling Kate I turned seventy this year, and I woke up and I was really angry. I, was, I couldn't believe I was seventy, <laughs> and I had two dear friends who died when they were in their fifties, and I thought I bet they would love to turn seventy today. Mm. So I got over it. Yeah. And now I'm yeah. enjoying being seventy. And uh, I just want to be funky like you, Kim. I love those glasses and the hair. Do you know one of my one of the guys in my new job basically uh, called me garish last week. I take that as a compliment. Well, I kind of did, but of course, ever since then, I've sort of been festering on it a little bit, and I can't quite remember. Like I, lo I laughed what at him. You, what would, what I laughed would at him at the time. Him? Boring. Boring. 
English. Boring. <laughs> so, you know, it was all in good fun, but then, you know, when it's it's all quite fun and we're all laughing and, and then suddenly afterwards you go, oh, that was actually mean. Um, so getting back to the topic just quickly, Mum, what advice would you give our beautiful listeners uh, on how, you know, to deal with when they're starting to want to kill people, the, the angriness and the short temper. Do you know... How do you... How, how, what advice can you give to us? Yeah. I, I think the, the best way, if, if you've got a really good GP and if you haven't, get out and get yourself one. Yeah. Somebody that you can go and talk to and have a cry on a... Sh- yes. A, if you can find a her. Uh, shoulder and just say, look, I'm not coping with this. Yeah. Give me some strategies to cope with it. Yeah. And, you know, take some drugs if you need to. Um, I tried all that kind of funny, fancy stuff that the herbalist gave you. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. So happy yeah. hormones. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was just like... Oh, oh, you're just going to ring me again. Just going to ring me. It's just like swallowing Smarties. But, uh, you know, get get some help from yeah. your GP yeah. and talk to your girlfriends about it. Make it that it's the normal. It's not. Mm. It is the normal. You know, don't yeah. put yourself down. Stop all that crap. This is the normal. Anybody yes. who doesn't go through it is abnormal. And, yeah. feels, and feel sorry for them because yeah. they're missing out on something. <laughs> all the rage. It is. All it's, the rage. Oh, it's all the rage. Yeah. That's what, that was another name we could have called the uh, podcast instead all of the Hot the Flush. Rage. Well, all once we rage. get through the Hot Flush, we can start the next one. Yeah. The well, rage. maybe when we take our show on the road, we could That's call it All rage. the Rage. Yes, did you know that? Well, we're taking the show on the road. Are you? I can't wait for you to go to places like Baradine and been away. And yeah, we're going country. Yeah, country. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, 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 that's where it needs to go. Well, all it the does. Cities, all the it cities. everything. Bloody yeah. Jamila Rizvi and Rosie Waterhouse, always doing the bloody opera house. How boring. <laughs> Let's go and do the Canamble RSL club. Yes. Well, that's a great place Schnitty? to start. I bet they have a trivia night. Yeah. Oh, Canamble, I don't think so. No? No, that's a bit too upmarket for Canamble. Bingo? Bingo, perhaps, perhaps, yeah. Look, I think you girls would go well anywhere, but I think the fact that you can take it out to, to women out there and women who kind of feel a bit uh, intimidated and don't want to talk about it, mm. you know, get out there and talk about it, women. Listen to, talk to your mates about it. Everybody's going through it. And yeah. if they're not, you know, they're lying. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, like, and through and, it and I think way a great right. way, like, when, we, when I first had Oscar and then, you know, the first mother's group came together... And we had a great community nurse who was like, don't you all pretend that everything is okay. This group, this group, these groups are for you each to lean on each other, not to, you know, see who can make the, the best spread for the lunch when they go to your house. And I think it was so important because then it was about the next week that one of the mums said, okay, this once a week thing, it's not cutting it. If anyone else wants to get together another day of the week, I'll be at this cafe at this time, at, you know, on Tuesday. And then for pretty much the next five years, there was two. There was two meetings a week. Women are, depend on other women, yeah. and sharing. The and stories. I think it's if you have important. to, if you have to be that person in your group of friends to sort of go, you know, holy crap! Like, are you okay? Like, I'm not okay. But how often's your period coming? Do you want to kill everyone? <laughs> I haven't slept a full night of sleep in like six months. And that's great. And that's where you girls are so lucky because you do have those those facilities yeah. that when I was a young mum we didn't, you didn't have, have no. no and so you just kind of built right it out by it. yourself yeah. but so and and also now you're making the difference to your age group with menopause which is fantastic mm-hmm. and I think that you know the way the the world is today 
yeah. and with communications. But, um, you know... Community is so still so important. It really is important. You know, yeah. and I just feel sorry for those women in places like politics. You know, I've spent oh. 25 years in politics. The women are the greatest bitches out. Yeah. You know, my big support network came from the blokes in politics. Yeah. And, and, you know... It's changing the, now, the, well, it is changing, yeah. and, and that's good too. But look, Kate, it was only two years ago that, that, that you uh, were, I was in politics yeah, yeah. and, you know, being absolutely stabbed in the back continuously by, by women. So it's great to see women support women. I think yeah. that's fantastic. Yeah. All righty then. Look, ladies, it's all ahead of us. And I think we need to put a photo up of the three of us so oh, everyone we can will. see we will. how sharp just a this quick, is. Oh, yes. We're going to take a quick break and we're coming back with your questions. We're going to shoot yes. through them in 10 minutes. So thank you so much for joining us. 10 minutes, The apparently. lovely Christine Payne, OAM, mother of all legends. She is. She made me in her guts. She did. She did. I know. So thanks for I, her. I, I have just weighed those guts, Kate. <laughs> so this is all your fault. <laughs> okay, we'll see you after the break. Okay. No, I'm not going to get a dog. Don't get a dog. Welcome back. Welcome back to the hot. Plush? Yes, we've moved on from tea to a uh, G and T. G and T. A G and T. What the goodness in tea? Made by our beautiful friend Liz. Liz, she turned she up. She down and... makes a. And uh, if you go and check out my Instagram, you will see the most ridiculous excuse of a dog. So on Insta, I am at all consuming, and you will see small, the most ludicrous dog in the world. But no, I'm not getting a dog. Okay, we're going to look at some of your feedback and readers' questions. Oh, yes, readers' questions. Carmen, being called... Listeners' questions. Being called cute as a 40-year-old, clearly I'm hormonal, such a first-world issue. I have problems with first-world issues. Um, anyone using that, I just think, grow up. <laughs> it's my issue, and don't demean it by saying, oh, first-world issues. Cause someone said that to me the other day, because I was in Pua Hin in Thailand. I was sweating at night. And I got the manager to get me some cotton sheets so I didn't have to sweat all night. Can I just and say? And someone said, oh, well, lucky you weren't caught in a, in a cave. And I was like, fuck you, honestly. Oh, yeah, see, I would have punched them in the down. I know that I'm a white privileged female complaining yeah, about sheets in a resort. Hang a minute. You're at a resort. You're paying money. That money's going into that community and into that... Into that thing. Say so, that to so, make you feel bad. Well, because they're bitter and twisted and they probably haven't had a good fuck in about six years. Okay. I'm just guessing. <laughs> <laughs> but being, being called cute as a 40-year-old, would you, that offend you? No. Not at all. Cute. Yeah. I don't think anyone's ever called me cute, even. Like, I don't think I ever was cute. I think, no. I think that's awesome. Oh my god. Get ready. Shut up! Stop it! <sighs> Don't buy a dog. <laughs> That's almost as good as that time that you we were in here and then you just sort of opened the window and yelled at yelled at one of your children to not swear or something. It was anyway. Stop that. fucking swearing. <laughs> okay, Shirley, chin and fur. Chin and cheek fur to thread or not to thread. Do not thread. Do not it is thread. the most painful thing. Do not on the thread. No but we need to talk about this because you know how I threaded and it almost killed me. And so then I went to waxing and then just threading up here just so it had a nice little blend. Well, now, like, full beard. Like, look at this. Like, yeah. I went to pluck this morning and I was in the natural light with the mirror and I just was like... Overwhelmed? I don't even know where to begin. 
Well, I had my mo wax today and my beard and my eyebrows. And then she goes, what about your face? And I, by that stage, I had tears streaming down my face. And I just had said, no, that's enough. Today. <laughs> Look, threading is great for some people. I rips, it causes me to bleed. Oh, does it? Yes. The only time I've ever had my eyebrows threaded out was in New York City. And, uh, like, blood. Wow. Yeah, that's how ingrown, entrenched my body hair. That's how much my hair loves my body. Yeah. It does not want to be removed from Well, me. apparently, virtually every hair on, on my body, except my eyebrows and my lady garden, is quite happy to just get reefed off me. But those two like to hang on for dear life. Oh, okay. I hope that's answered your uh, question. So Shirley. do not thread. thread. Uh, you can, but wax, and then you can thread just to blend if you are like me and have sort of peach fluff over everything. Um, I went and got everything lasered. I'm hoping you got your underarms lasered. I got my underarms lasered. Oh my I'm never doing it again. Ah. I miss my underarm hair. Ooh. I've got underarm hair lasering regret. Gross. I'm going to grow the pits. Gross. But when you get it done, gross. It's really quick. Yeah. It doesn't hurt. Mm -hmm. It's going to obviously be more expensive to start with, but then not because it's once it's hair. done, then it's, it does, never comes back. But when you first get it done, you have to shave. So I was one of those women that was just walking around trying to find a pointy cornered sharp surface anywhere to just scratch, scratch against. And then we were standing around, we do these morning, like a morning stand up, they're called. Welcome to the world of the startup. Millennials. Um, and I swear to God, I accidentally did a crotch scratch, like just because it was just. But you didn't sniff it, did you? I didn't sniff it. Thank God. You know, I only, I only do that when I'm on my own back veranda. Amberly wants to talk about, my life coach talks about managing your state. Of health, mental health, emotional well-being, yada yada yada. What do you do, and how do you fit it all in? Uh, I don't <laughs> drink alcohol. <laughs> I just don't even know where to begin with that. Yeah, but, I know what you mean. But it's just yeah, it's just so fucking hard. Yeah, to like make sure you're eating well and you're doing your exercise and yeah. oh, like I'm using fucking towels. It's going to give me cancer and you know, yeah. just everything. And don't drink too much right. alcohol and make sure you're eating lots of leafy greens and, and then make, make sure, sure you have an oily and fish. Make sure, and are your children getting enough exercise and how many time, how many hours are they spending in front of the screen and are they, you know, what are they doing for the community? What are you doing for the community? And how's, oh, so you drive to work? Are you and making like, a difference? Oh. Are you using plastic straws? Yeah. Yeah, it's Amberly. It's a really good question. I don't have the answer for it. Do you know? I do. You work out what's important to you, and what's important to me is my family and my friends, and I look after that, and then everything else then just falls into categories. Like obviously, but I I, I think you have to look after yourself more before you look after anyone else. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Yeah. So what she's asking is. Managing your state. I'm very good at managing myself. I can know when I'm starting to spiral. Yeah. I know how to, and, and I know that if I've had two days on the couch reading a really bad book because I couldn't be bothered to get out, that yeah. something needs to be done. Yeah. But you have to make sure you, you, you know yourself. Yes. And you there can does... only really get that way by doing a lot of therapy. Yeah. You really do have to have a level of self-awareness to keep yourself chugging along. Yep. One of the things but I did was... But then you need a... to work out what's important. And if you're spending 
if you're spending too much time doing something um, because you think you should rather than because it brings you pleasure or you're helping someone else i think yeah helping someone else is even in a small way it's so rewarding yes um there was a man who was a bit confused in a shop the other day he was trying to find some printer ink and so i was looking on my phone to see where nearby yeah we could find some some printer ink and, and i could just tell us so nothing to do little but i could yeah. just really really appreciate the fact that someone gave a shit yeah 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 just helping someone out every day yeah. in the littlest of ways like today where was i chats i was at the shops i was at chats with chase my mecca um and i just had a really good conversation with a girl behind the counter you know what yep. what are you studying you know that sort of thing and yep. she was so stoked that someone gave a shit yeah yeah uh I, it's now something that i try to do whenever i see it or think it if i see someone in a shop or out and about or at work who's wearing something or doing something that's you know and i'll just go gosh that top looks good on you yeah, or so i nice. love that color and people go oh thanks connectivity people connectivity yeah Gabrielle wants to talk about the never fucking ending to-do list. I just want to lie down for a month <laughs> or even an hour, but every time I get closer, there's a pile of washings to be folded or a form that needs to be filled out or some team training to take my child to. Plus, my own full-time business to attend to and I never end. Anyone else wanting the world to just pause for a bit? I have managed a few sneaky midnight ten-minute bites of the new Orange is the New Black and it was fabulous and I would love just to watch the full episode. Gabrielle, and if she's running her own full-time business, like that is oh, one of the absolute. They I can say, see like, the pain if you, in her voice. If you run your own business, to to really switch off and give yourself that time is so difficult, like so difficult. And I don't know what the answer is, except to say that you have to do it. But I, as to how that works for you, I just don't know. I work with someone who gets up at four thirty in the morning to read because that's the only time they can it's get to so do it. so unfair. And, and I'm just like, they're perfectly happy with that as part of their life and part of their life decision. And that's, so that's fine. That works for them. The rest of us can question what that means about our society and, and you know, civilization. But for that person, they're okay with it. They're like, I really love to read. At the moment, I have young children. I have a really intense full-time job. And I suppose that means you wake up looking forward to something straight away. Yeah. 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 I wouldn't be waking up at 4.30 for quips. <laughs> okay. And we're going to finish with Kelly, who asked a really interesting question. It's particularly to you and me. Yes. We have been blogging for a very long time. Yes. Old school blogging. What's yes. different nowadays? Fucking Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop. Did you hear? I did. Yeah, you did. Instagram ruined blogging. Um, I can honestly say that. I've written about this. I've thought about it. Influencers. The word influencers came in and then everyone wanted to be an Instagram influencer. So they set up a little account. They went to China and bought 35,000 followers who are bots. And the storytelling went away. Yeah. I will never stop blogging. Well, this is the thing, right? I've been thinking about this a lot because, you know, we were part of that first group coming through and um i think it's one of those things that you know there's the fads 
yeah. and the fads come through and the fads will die away and and the main and the mainstays and... will just if you if you keep at it if you keep chugging the, even if an audience falls away they will ultimately come back yeah I, I don't like maybe that's being an idealist but I just think that there's something about there's something about the authenticity of someone who was involved and involved in something from the beginning who stays true to the art form yep and you like all of oh hello and all of us have um hi darling <laughs> hello sorry gosh we're polished um <laughs> sorry. so uh yeah and look i actually um i mean i really miss my blogging days mm. And I keep meaning to come back to it. Hi, darling. But I just Jack. don't quite know how to. So, do you think he's butt calling you? Yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't... And then I was talking to a friend who's an author about it, and she was like, use your blog space as your daily writing space. Yeah, yeah. And just write whatever comes into Absolutely. your head. Absolutely, and, and it doesn't, doesn't have to be long. But you know, and it doesn't have to really <laughs> matter. Be a bit like, it's just... It's, it's just, good to have it to get into... I find it very therapeutic. I've been off my game for the last few weeks. I don't know what's going on. Mum mm. even said to me yesterday in the car, my friends have noticed that you've stopped blogging. I said, I haven't stopped. I just haven't got anything. I've used all my words. Right? I've used all my words. But I've got about 10 blog posts backed up in my mind and I can't wait to start tomorrow back again. I'm itching mm. to get into it. I find it so satisfying. I love it that it's widely read. I love it that people have been with me from the start. Yes. Um, and I'll never stop it because I love it. Mm. Yeah, bored now. Um, can we have a little bit of a discussion? And I don't want to get too deep into this because it's we're towards the end of today's blog, uh, today's podcast. Um, but I want us, I, I want feedback from people, and you can do this on our Facebook page at the Hot Flush, or leave us a review. Um, please leave us a review. That's very important. Apparently, and, you can leave you... you can leave reviews on whatever blogging, uh, whatever podcast. Uh, platform you listen to us awesome. through. So if you yes, so whatever you use, whether it's i whether it's iTunes, and it would be or, particularly helpful if you left us a um a review and mentioned that you would probably like Breville even better if they sponsored. The show. <laughs> yes, that too. Um, so as you all know, I've recently started a new job. It's part time. It could go full time down the track, but it's not at the moment, and it has really thrown me a curveball. Not in terms of uh, my my ability to write, but just a broader skill set within a different work environment, and it feels really uncomfortable to be forty five and not confident. And I'm just wondering if it's just me, or if it is something like is this something that other women in their mid forties feel? In that maybe you've because you've sort of been a little bit out of the field because you've been having kids or whatever, and then you've come back in and. And people, I think the word that you're looking for is irrelevant. Yeah. And 45 years and up are seen traditionally as being quite irrelevant. And then we're talking about menopause and we're talking about these things that, you know, you know, she's just going nuts and all the rest of it. And that starts around 45. Yeah. Um, you're a bit yesterday's news. Yeah. Um, I, feel, I, I have struggled with my confidence. I have a massive 
like imposter syndrome that has oh, been going on this for been such a long time yes, now. Yes, yes. Because and I am actually a really good person. I'm a great friend. I'm yeah. a great writer. Yes. I could, like, like, I mean, even my mum said to me, you know, I just, you're yes. just so lucky. And I know that one day someone's going to knock on the door and say, you're such a, a fraud. <laughs> and you don't deserve any of your successes because you're useless. This imposter syndrome is so self-destroying like so here i am in this job i i'm sort of don't i've been flying blind not really knowing what they wanted from me i don't think they really knew it's a startup everything's everything changes like in an instant and i just um and i just suddenly felt really out of my depth and i didn't know what i was doing and i reached a point where i convinced myself they were going to fire me like i was convinced and i sent i actually texted rob saying uh that's it they're gonna fire me now what happened was the complete that was that did not happen but i've also had two people within the organization sort of say to me well you know at the when you've had your three month you know probationary thing you, you know we don't you've got to you've got to prove to us that you know it's worth us keeping you they said that to you yep it like do anything for your sense of anxiety it's like you know we're a startup we haven't got our second round of funding yet you might like you have to you have to show us qualitatively have you done that yet? and quantitatively do you want me to come with you? why you know why we should keep you do you want me to do that for you and i sort of said to i said to rob that's a little i'm not very being, passive aggressive I, I said i'm not being a precious snowflake am i like that's quite brutal and he was like oh that's brutal yeah and i get it i get it there are stuff like i get it but at the same time i'm just oh. like fuck I'm really nice. I'm really worth having around. Like, I will bring you food. I bake, but I also write no, really you well. Baked this morning, but you turned I up. I write empty, really man. well. Yeah, I did. Sorry, I forgot. <laughs> I did shower for you though. Oh, praise be. Yeah, clean undies. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> anyway, I think we're talking about so yeah. clean undies. We're going to leave you with that lovely thought of Kim's underpants. They're clean. They're clean. She even had a shower. There's deodorant. Okay. <laughs> Dear Lord, thank you so much for joining us at the Hot Gush. Oh, this has been a very interesting, thank lively you one and all. episode. Your feedback from last episode is the thing that keeps us going. So please leave comments. Tell us how fabulous we are. We are planning to get out on the road soon. We're going to visit yes. rural New South Wales. So that if is you're the plan. In a, if you're in a town in rural New South Wales, let us know if you want us to come <gasps> to yes. your town, and oh we'll be God. doing some live. What's this called? Podcasting. <laughs> Pod brain, as we always like to say. Just keep plucking. <laughs> <laughs>